Welcome back to Let's Talk Shit. I am your host, Lexi Jenkins, and I am so excited for this week's episode. Uh, I know that I missed last week, but I had so much homework and assignments coming up. It is the end of my semester before I start my summer classes, so it was just, like, a lot, and I really wanted to film, but I just, like, lost track of time doing a bunch of stuff, so I sincerely apologize. But let's see with school. Let's talk about school real quick because, oh, actually, that's one of the things I want to talk about, like, big things coming up. So, like I said, I am a behavioral science technician student. Um, when I graduate, I get a diploma, but I am a certified behavioral analyst. Uh, but I really, really want to get my degree in this field because I'm like, you know, that helps with more jobs, gives me more, like, job options. So this is something I had to take into consideration because I'm fast-tracking this summer just to, uh, you know, graduate. And then I'm going to need to apply for this fall, which is so scary because I know it's a, like, how many months, what month is it? So, like, so May, June, July, August. So, like, four months until, like, I have to apply. Um, and it just, it like, it's far away, but it's still, like, so soon that, like, it makes me, like, anxious. And... Oh, God, I just, I hate being grown up. I hate being an adult. So, basically, um, what I really want to do is, like I've said in previous uh, podcast, is a post-trauma therapist. And, like, it's my main goal. And another, like, career that I want to do is working with uh, children in schools with ASD. If you don't know what ASD is, it's the abbreviation for Autism Spectrum Disorder. Yeah, so the degree program is four years and, like, a normal undergraduate thing, but I'm taking it at my same school. And so I, you know, talked to my older brother and sister about it, and I then talked to my older sister again about it, and I was like, dude, I think I'm going to move too. Like, you know, first time, like, really moving out because when I first year in college, like I said before in another podcast, that I lived on residence. And, oh, God, uh, that was a journey. I moved there with my at-the-time best friend of, like, four years um, and it just, a bunch of stuff happened, but it just didn't work out, and I shouldn't, like, we shouldn't have been roommates together, we should have been in the dorm, but, like, not as roommates, I feel like our friendship would have lasted if we weren't, um, but yeah, so, and then I had another roommate, and something happened with her personally, and she, like, she was an international student, and she was from Africa, and she ended up le- dropping out and going back home, and then I had my last roommate, uh, which her name's Edwina. Love her. She was my favorite out of everybody. She is still like, if we were to have to go back to residence, like I would honestly want to be her roommate again. Uh, it was a good time with her. But anyway, so my first year I was in residence, and it's so expensive. I paid like ten thousand dollars, and it goes up every year. And I checked the price of it the other day because I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go back for like the first year, the first yeah, like, year or first semester of when I start the new program, but then I looked at the press and I was like, no, because to move out into an apartment, it was, like, $2,000 more a year, so, like, that, like, honestly, that's not that much, because when I was in residence, you either had to pay, or you had, if you didn't want to pay, you had to leave for three weeks at Christmas, 
So that's three weeks right there that you don't get to stay in residence. Um, and then another week at spring, Mar- spring or March break, whatever. You know? So it's like, because when spring break comes, everyone leaves and there's nothing to do there. And, you know, like half the workers aren't there. So it's just like not as fun. So you go home and like all the times you leave at like Thanksgiving and stuff. So it's like, I'm not really getting the moving out experience when a you're still being monitored like we had RAs and all this other stuff you don't really get your own space I didn't have an actual living room I did have a kitchen at like we had a full fridge we didn't have a stove we had sink and cabinetry and stuff and our own separate bedrooms which is really nice but it just was like a lot of money for like literally not your own space and you could definitely find so I had been you know, researching stuff and, like, because I'm the youngest of three and um, my siblings are, like, way older than me and, like, well, like, well-established by now. Like, my sister's a lawyer. My brother uh, just finished his uh, undergrad and is going to be a, going to the, what the heck, academy, like, you know, to be a police officer. Uh, My brother's 24. My sister's 20. Ooh, let me not get this wrong because she'll kill me. I think my sister's 28. I'm pretty sure she just... Well, I think she's turning 29 this summer. Oh my god, my sister's gonna be 29. I feel so old. <laughs> um, but, anyways. <laughs> uh, so, I know, like, they're gonna be like, no, don't do it. Or, like, you know, try to help me, but, like, at the same time, be like, no, you shouldn't. It's so much money. But at the end of the day, I think it's something that I, like, need to do for myself. Like, just... How, like, because I don't want to rely on, like, loans again and all this other stuff to go to residence. Because when I went to residence, you had to pay either in, in full by June uh, or you had to pay it in parts. But, like, it wasn't like, oh, you paid first and last month's rent and then every month you paid whatever. No, you paid, like, a shit ton right in the beginning. And then, like, I did the three payment process. So I paid, like, $4,000 and then I paid $4,000 and then I paid whatever amount of money. And it was just, that's too much because it doesn't give you time to like really say, like, oh, I don't even want to go through it. It's giving me a headache. But I wanted my sister, out of everyone in my family, I wanted my sister to be on board with me because she is the lawyer, you know, and she's the oldest. So everyone is, everyone's going to take her seriously if she's on my side, right? So I wrote out literally a notes in my phone to like, I'm not going to read all of them, but like, some of them to you guys so like let's see one of the things I put because I'm like oh I don't have a car so I'm not gonna bring a car there and I said I'll be skinny because I'll walk everywhere perfect after getting the vaccine uh it's gonna be easier for me to get a placement like with within school or get a job within my field because you know working with kids you will need that vaccine most likely but just a job in general it's so much easier like there than it is where I'm from, because just there's more, it's a bigger city, you know, um, but she was on board, she was like, I actually, like, like all your points, like, blah, blah, if you want to do this, like, I'm really impressed with how organized and serious you are of this, like, you, like, you know, it's showing that, like, you, I want to just grow my independence, right, I don't want to rely on my grandma anymore, and, even if, and, like, one of the things in my notes I said is, if I cannot, like, manage financially to live there after a year, like, if I'm struggling and, like, whatever, I will move back home and not try to move out with anyone's help again until I, like, have money saved, like, a lot of money saved, a full-time job, and I was like, I'll pay, like, our Nana rent, like, whatever, 
But if I can't do it after a year, like, you know, I'll stop this dream of trying to move when I'm still young, right? That's what's been going on lately. And so I just have to, like, research some more things. And hopefully I... I'm speaking into existence. Hopefully I can move either this summer, like at the end of summer, or maybe after Christmas for like January moving, you know, and stuff like that. Oh, I'm so excited. But with the school thing, I'm just so, I know it's going to be online because COVID, but I just like, I want to like, okay, so I have never liked school. I said this in last week's podcast, I believe, but or sorry, last week's episode, but I've never liked school ever. And one thing that I really wanted to like do that I was brought up on is like, you finish high school, you go to college, right? And I know like you could take gap years and breaks, which is completely fine. But for someone who hates school, it's not ideal for me. And my sister even mentioned it. She's like, if you have a year of freedom, after you've already gone to college, like you're not gonna want to go back. And I was like, you're so true, because you're so true. You're so right. Because like, for an undergraduate, that's four years. And I don't want to take a year off and be like, oh, now I have to dedicate four more years to school when I could just do it now and get it over with when I'm already in the school, like, education mindset. You know what I mean? Thinking about going back to school and, like, actually taking this to it is such, like, how do I even explain it? It's so overwhelming. Like, I, I've already applied to schools and all this other stuff. Like, I'm in college right now, but just, like, having to do it again it's just for some reason it's so nerve-wracking I'm like I don't want to do it like I need my mommy like honestly but ugh, it's it bothers me because it's so close like four months oh like whatever but like time breezes by it goes fast as shit I next thing you know like because what this year I turned 20 years old like that to me is insane like, and then that means I'll be done school when I'm 24, like, how my brother is, and, you know, he's on his way to getting, like, you know, he's engaged, he gets married this summer. My brother gets married in, like, two months! Oh, my God. Uh, anyways, we want to talk about that. But, um, it's just, you know, I'd rather get school finished, like, right away, like, I'm 24, and then I have the rest of my 20s to, like, live my life and get a good career and stuff, because... I think it's the best situation for me. And everyone's situation is going to be completely different, obviously. But it's a huge process that, like, I'm really hoping that I can pull through and do it. Like, with moving and, you know, going back to school and, you know, keeping up the good grades and stuff like that. But it's, like I said, it's overwhelming. And I just want to talk about that because, you know, it's real life. And that's exactly why I missed last week's podcast. Just, like so stressed about school and like doing so many things to make sure that my grades stay good uh I think I only have two assignments left and then I'm done uh until my summer courses start and my summer courses I have I think four classes I have three classes uh, regular classes and then I have an elective because I didn't I already had one class over the semester so I couldn't like you can only take up to six classes I believe um, and so I couldn't add an elective and have seven classes, so I'm taking it this summer. I'm gonna do, so my friend Alec, who's also a schoolmate, he, he took women in films, like, studies, and I was like, dude, is that an easy elective, or, like, how'd it go? He was like, it was pretty easy, like, it was a frick, uh, asynchronous, I believe that's how you say it, so it's like, they give you a movie, he said they gave us a movie 
we had to watch it. And then you had to write like 300 to 500 words about what it was on. I was like, that is easy peasy. I'll take that. Like, you know, um, and then I had to like figure out some financial things. So I had to like email my school because if you're from Ontario or I th- oh, is OSAP just an Ontario thing or is it a whole Canada thing? I don't know. No, it's just Ontario, but OSAP. Uh, which is like a financial aid for school and stuff, but I'm on OSAP, so uh, when I take summer courses, my regular school courses are, um, you know, with OSAP, like my OSAP will pay it uh, and send the school, send the money to my school directly, but with the elective, uh, it doesn't count, so I need to pay it separately, but I was like, I'm still going to pay with the money, leftover money I get from OSAP, so I just had to figure out like if it was going to stop me from being able to register for the rest of my courses if I already apply for my elective. I have till May 14th to apply for it, so I'm just gonna wait, like, as long as I can until I get answers back from the school, but that's another thing that was happening, and my dog is so cute. She's laying next to me, and she's so cute. Hi, Molly! Hi! She just turned 14, like, a month ago, and she's still, like, like a little puppy. She's so cute. I love her. My family has had her, like I said, for 14 years, but Like, we had one dog, okay, so as I told you guys before, like, my mom's passed away, but we had one dog before when my mom was alive, and we got rid of him once my mom got sick, and, um, then we got Molly, uh, whew, maybe, like, not even, maybe, like, a year after my mom passed away, my grandma felt bad, so she got us a new dog, which is, like, my aunt, uh, did, like, sell, like, used to, like, the litters, and, there was the dog before was from the same litter and this dog is from a different litter same parents though so we got her and she's the light of my life man i don't know why but i like am not a fan of small dogs like really small dogs like i don't like them i prefer molly is medium size she's a standard poodle and like a purebred and uh and, like, she's the runt of the litter. Like, there was there were dogs in her litter and, like, her siblings from previous litters that are, like, two of her. So she's a medium to large-sized dog, but, like, definitely could be bigger. I wish she was a little bit bigger. She's actually perfect size because she can cuddle. She My dog's not actually very affectionate. Like, she likes pets and stuff, but she'll leave you alone for the most part. She doesn't, like, lick or give kisses. We were, like, raised not to do that. Um... She doesn't sleep in our beds anymore. Well, she never really slept in our beds. We weren't ever allowed, but we did it anyways. Uh, But yeah, I love dogs. I just, like, I don't know how people are not dog people. Like, they're so fun to play with. And, like, I like cats, but I'm allergic. So, like, having a cat is not ideal for me because I get, like, uh, sneezy. My throat, like, gets kind of itchy. I, like get like it just it's not a good look it's not pretty and I this is so weird but I have this thing was like no my body needs to learn how to fix itself so I never want to take medicine and if I were to get a cat I wouldn't want to take allergy medicines because I'm like yo my body should just learn after a while to fix itself like hey there's a cat around all the time relax like stop uh that's why I continue to eat dairy I'm lactose intolerant like a lot but I just continue to eat dairy all the time I love ice cream I love cheese I don't drink regular milk anymore. I usually drink... I usually eat dairy-free things, but sometimes you can't always get it, um, especially where I'm at. But I've noticed that, like, the more I eat dairy, the less... Into- like, the more tolerance I build for it. So I'm like, I can do the same with cats, but if I can, I'm like, I never want to take medication. Like, 
<laughs> I'll, like, go through, like, my period and have cramps and stuff, and, like, I will be laying in bed, tearing up, fetal position. And my grandma's like, take a Tylenol. I'm like, no, my body needs to learn how to fix this. <laughs> like, if this is natural to the body, the body will fix it itself. And it's such a bad mentality to have because, like... <laughs> medicine is okay like obviously within reason but it's like come on like I could just take two Tylenols feel better and be able to sleep like I need to stop trying to rough it <laughs> like anyways but I don't even know where I was going with that I just like this week is gonna be just like a little chit chat because I feel bad that I know last week I said that I was gonna talk about conspiracy theories but I think I'm going to say that for next week be just because I missed last week and I didn't really have anything super prepared. I usually do, whenever I'm like getting ready for an episode, I usually write in my notes like three things, at least three to four things I want to talk about. But I was just so busy and literally like I left this like till last minute, which was not good. But I was like, I'm not going to talk about anything super you know, structured, I'm just gonna, like, talk and hope for the best, right? Maybe you guys will like this better than me, you know, having set topics, but I don't know. What's going on in the world right now? I honestly, like, it's so depressing, I don't even keep up with anything, I'm gonna be so honest. Um, I've been, actually, we'll talk about this, I've been actually, like, in kind of a funk lately. School's been overwhelming, and I, like, tried to move around my room the only thing I actually moved was my dresser I hung up my mirror finally and I moved my bed that was it my desk is in the middle of my room I have all these clothes to pick up like it's uh it's not good it's so disorganized it's like whatever but every single time I go to try to clean it I get super overwhelmed and I don't want to and I like I don't want to say like I'm going through a depressive episode because I'm not I've not been clinically diagnosed so you know that's not fair to people that have been um but I've just been, like, in a mood, in a rut, you could say. And it's been really bad. But I really, like, now that school is finishing, like, I want to just, like, clean it all and have a space. Because I'm too old for it to be like this. Because it only happens sometimes. Like, once it's clean, I can keep it clean. But then the moment I get into, like, episode or, like, like uh, tough times mentally like this... It just goes to shit. And I just, like, I'm looking around, I'm like, come on. Like, you're better than this, Lex. Like, you can clean it. And I know that there's people out there that obviously struggle with this kind of thing all the time. And so, like, I'm talking individually. Like, personally, for me, I know that I can't have it like this. Because it does mess up with how... Sorry, I got cut off. But, like I was saying, it does mess up how I function. And I notice that, like, I'm a lot lazier, I'm a lot sluggish. I sleep more because it's, like, I just feel like and I I'm getting in a mood where like I don't even want to like get out of bed you know and it's really hard sometimes and I actually like uh like called the health unit in December of 2020 like December 13th and I got an intake done for therapy sessions and they're like oh we're gonna call you in five to six weeks and set up appointments it's been past five to six weeks and I've gotten no call I've called them and they said oh one of the social workers um, went on unexpected leave, so everything got pushed back. And I'm like, I'm a person that, like, you know, I like to figure out my issues on my own, and I am very dependent on myself. Like, I no, that was so I'm very independent when it comes to, like, my emotions and feelings and stuff, and I usually can, like, work myself out. But just having a therapist is, like, 
you know, like, they have better insight than you do, right? And, every, like, whatever. So, I'm the type of person that, like, I can wait to get a therapist, but it's, like, you didn't even, like, they didn't even call to tell, like, me. Like, what if I was so unstable and I really need a therapist and nobody, like, called to, like, say, hey, everything's getting pushed back. Like, don't say five to six weeks if you're not going to at least call people in five to six weeks to give them an update about what's happening, like, you know. But whatever. That's really annoying. Hopefully I get called soon. Uh, I was on the phone with my sister today for about, like, 40 minutes, and she said that there was another health unit in our city that, like, I could... Well, she said she was going to call and look into it for me, which was nice of her, uh, about, like, therapy sessions, just because, like... So this is about to get, like, a little deep, like, like, but I lost my mom at a really young age, and, um... I was, I was five. I was turning six that year, so my mom passed away in March of 2007, and my sister was 14, my brother was 10, and it was like, my mo- okay, so my mom had melanoma skin cancer, and she was a beautiful lady, but she did, like, you know, battle it for forever, and literally, like, at the end of her life, like, it, it had spread everywhere that her heart just gave out, you know, but my mom was a single mom, and... Uh, we were t- taken in by our grandparents, which is, you know, they did not have to. They already had raised three kids of their own. They were, like, they could have retired and been fine. But, you know, they took us in, which was super nice of us, and then raised us, right? And I, I you know, I am forever grateful for that. Um, but, anyway, so when I was younger, I didn't really understand what was going on. Like, I know, oh, mom's not coming back. But I didn't really get it, and I guess... When I got older and I started realizing, like, what it actually meant and, like, that, like, she was gone, gone, like, I started, instead of, like, okay, so my sister, when my my mom passed away, my sister was 14, so she's going through a lot of stuff, you know, like, she's about to start high school, that's usually when, like, girls are, like, going through all these hormone changes, all this other stuff, right, and now she's like my mom, right, so now it's, like, that emotional aspect, and my sister, like, grew, like, had to grow up really fast, and, like, she didn't have to, but, like, it's just, like, the situation you're put in and, like, you feel like I have two little siblings that I need to help take care of. Like, I need to grow up so they have someone to depend on, right? Which I will be forever be thankful of my sister and I love my sister with all my heart, right? And uh, my brother, like, he was, t- I don't know what he was going through. My brother really doesn't talk about his emotions, like, a lot, at least with me. Um, I feel like he was going through the same thing as my sister, like, feeling he had to grow up right away. But, uh. My sister's more vocal about it and talks, like, we talk about it more, but, um, what's it called? So, my sister, like, knew right away was going through it, which is uh, it's so sad. My brother, too, like, he had more of an understanding, like, a better understanding than I did at five years old, right? Um, but then when I got older, I started, like, instead of my grief being sadness, it was just, like, anger. Like, I was angry. And... I took it out on my nana, and I took it out on my sister all the time. Like, I always said to my sister and my nana, you're not my mom. Like, you can't tell what to do, you're not my mom. And I would be really rude to my nana. I, like, I didn't, like, I resented my nana because I'm, like, I didn't want someone to take the role of my mom, but I didn't know any better because I was five. Like, obviously, like, you know your mom, you know who your mom is at five years old, but, like, once she passed away and it had been a few years, like, I, like... Even to this day, like, I don't know what her voice sounds like. And if we didn't have pictures of my mom in the house, I wouldn't know what she looked like, right? So it's like, I had no right to be saying that to my grandma. I had no right to be putting my grandma through the stuff I did. Um, And so, like, long story short, I was a jerk. I shouldn't have been, but I was. But then I went into therapy and I 
you know, got something sort of. I wasn't in therapy for long. Uh, but therapy was supposed to, like, oh, I did therapy when I was, like, six years old at school. Uh, this one therapist that I will remember forever, she wrote a book about me, but she would come in at, like, lunchtime at my school, and we would do arts and crafts and talk or whatever. And she would just ask a question about my mom and how I'm feeling and stuff. But, um... As I got older, I just, I didn't want to do therapy. I ended up doing it anyways because my grandma said it would be best for me. But it made me, like, learn how to, like, suppress my emotions. Well, no, it didn't teach you. They didn't teach you that. They teach me how to be open with my emotions. But I took it and was like, nope, I'm just not going to talk about my emotions. I'm going to bottle everything up and stop. Like, I'm, I don't get as angry as fast. Uh, well, I still do, but I, hold, I like, can hold it in better. I'm very good at just, like, hiding it and just being like, okay, whatever, right? Um... I don't, like, cry, which is so, like, people say it all the time, like, oh, I never cry. No, I literally don't. Like, I think the last time I cried was when my nana told us she had cancer, which was, like, three years ago. Like, I just, like, and sometimes, like, I'll be watching something that's sad, and, like, I feel the sensation of having to cry, but then I just, I won't. And it's weird. But anyway, so I've noticed lately that one of the reasons that I wanted to get a therapist was that I was... I'm now coming to the realization and, like, at this big age that, like, I I didn't properly, like, uh, what is the word, like, deal with my emotions and grief, right? And I, I feel, ang even now, I feel so mad and angry and, like, there's no reason for it. And I know that's, like, whatever people will say, that's just a form of grief, but it's, like, I don't, there's nothing to be angry about. It's not like someone took my mom away. It's not, like, anything like that. Like, she had, like... She had cancer. There's nothing you could do. Like, she did everything she could. The doctors did. Like, there's no reason for me to be angry at that, right? And I shouldn't be angry at the world. And I just... One thing that I always say to, like, myself or, like, to my Nana, I'll talk to her about it a lot. I'm just, like... I just feel like what, I don't know. Like, one of these days I'm going to, like, lose it. Not, like, go insane. But, like, I'm either going to be super angry or just going to, like, have a mental breakdown. And... I don't know when it's coming, I don't know, but I was like, I can just tell, just because, like, of the the spiral I was kind of going down, like, literally for a week, I didn't leave my bed, like, at all, I was like, I don't want to do this, like, I don't want to do anything, like, it was, it's hard, and I just sleep all the time, and so that's why I really wanted to get therapy, because, like, this is real life shit, like, a lot of people, like, I feel like nowadays it's more talking about, because it's not as taboo, but I feel like still, like, People are not 100% real with it. And, like, if you're going to talk about what you're going through to other people, like, you have to be real. You have to be honest and open with it because then it's, like, you're not letting, you're not allowing people to relate with you. And you're not allowing people to understand that what they're feeling, you know, other people are feeling. Like, for a long time, I'm, like, I've never heard of anyone being angry after someone dies or losing someone. And I think also another thing that really screwed with, like, my mental, like, not my mentality, but my mental state is after my papa passed away. My papa passed away in, I don't know how many years it is. Sorry, I'm so bad at simple math. Please don't make fun of me. But he passed away in November of 2017. And, uh, what, that's, oh, it's going to be four years this year. Okay. Um, but, what was I saying? But, yeah, I think that was also something that kind of triggered it. And I'm like, uh, whoo, it's like. It's so tough because I don't know how to, like, I don't know actually how to explain it. And I don't know how to talk about it with a therapist. And that's one thing, like, I'm hoping to, like, you know, learn and, like, deal with when I'm in therapy. But it's also, like, 
one thing I hate doing is I hate having to explain my situation over again. So I had this uh, therapist men- named Metamusica when I was five, six, sorry. And I loved her. Like, she was my favorite person ever. And I remember when my nana uh, made me go into, ther- like, anger management therapy when I was in grade... I was in grade nine, um, so I was 14, but I was like, no, I was like, I don't want a new therapist, I don't want to have to explain myself and everything I've been through to a stranger, like, I want Metamusica, sorry, I, again, got cut off, I'm so sorry, but my grandma was like, no, like, she works with kids, you can't have her, so I was like, then I'm not going, and then she's like, you're going, and I was like, whatever, so then, it's like, maybe two weeks before therapy starts, we get a call that the therapist I'm going to have is going on leave, and a woman named Metamusica is taking her spot, and lo and behold, it's my Metamusica, which was so good, because, like, she already knows what I've gone through, and she remembered me, like, through and through. She literally wrote a book about me, because, I don't know, like, I guess a bunch of therapists were, like, publishing books in my area for, like, a while, and for like children and whatever and I was one of them like I have it somewhere in the house I don't know where it is currently but yeah so I just like I guess it's like also me like growing up and maturing and I'm like realizing like yeah I need help and I can't just bottle this up inside because the more that I bottle up inside them and like just keep it to this myself the real like the more I realize like of a mental breakdown I'm coming closer to you know and it's like I can talk about it with my sister and my I, my brother and, like, my grandma, but it's, like, they, I, I, I have this mentality where it's, like, they got, have gone through worse things than me. They were, they, like, know more than I do. Like, they, they were affected by it more, so I don't want to burden them with my problems. I'm like that all the time. It's, like, I always want to be the strong one so that everyone has a shoulder to cry on and lean on, you know, for me. And I, that's something I need to change, but I don't think it's ever going to. I think I'm just going to, I'm going to be more open with my emotions, but I'm definitely going to still be the way I am. But like I said, like, that's just like brief, you know, I just wanted to talk about it because it is like a big thing that's happening. And I know a lot right now with people like being inside and not being able to see friends and family. It's, you know, put them in a bad place mentally. And like, it's okay to talk about it and like, and to be open and I know like and talking about it is a step to getting better you know and acknowledging it like it's not something you need to be ashamed of it's definitely not it's not like the old days where it was so bad to you know have depression or something wrong with you right like it's an illness you know you can't help it it happens like it you know but hopefully I can get a therapist soon just because I want to learn how to just like be able to like talk about these things and not like and like in depth like obviously like I'm not gonna sit here and talk in depth everything I'm feeling and this this and this everything I've been through right with you guys but like not to bottle things up inside like there's literally like I don't even tell my friends anything like I just but it also sucks is because one thing actually I'm gonna talk about friends next um so I'll just like segue into that but one thing that I my back's hurting but (laughs) one thing that I've noticed is that, like, a lot of the people that I call my friends or used to call my friends were really unsupportive, not even, like, I don't even know how to explain it, like, I, like, none of my friends check up on me, ask me how I am, you know, and they know that I go through this type of stuff, like, there's points where I literally will go MIA and not talk to my friends at all, I'll delete everything, just because I'm, like, I'm so 
drained mentally and I'm like so over everything and I like feel like shit all the time and like nobody checks up on me which is one thing that like makes me except for family like my family is excluded from this but even like my closest friends or like girls I used to be friends with prior like never it was always like them talking about their problems which is fine I'm always willing to listen to anybody and everybody like it's not an issue but it's like if I ever talk about my feelings or, like, how I'm going through, it's always, like, the conversation immediately goes back to them. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm not going to talk about myself anymore or what I'm going through. I'm just going to keep that to myself. There was times when I was completely at my lowest and I'm just, like, sitting there with a smile on my face because my friends were, like, with listening ears on because my friends are going through something, too. You know? And I just, like, whatever. It's really annoying. And so I just think, like, you have to be really careful with who you allow into your life at that's like such a vulnerable state you know because like there's just people that are like like you don't want anyone to hinder you from growing right you don't want anyone to block you from being better becoming better if someone is constantly negative or always making you feel bad about yourself like you should not have those people around. And I know sometimes it can be hard to cut off people, especially if you've been friends with them so long, you consider them one of your best friends, but you always need to have, put yourself first. Because, like, how do I even word this? If you don't... you There's sometimes where you need to put yourself first. And it doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't, like, it doesn't at all. Like, you need to have, like, you need to be able to sit back and look at yourself and be like you know, is this person helping me or are they bringing me down? I noticed that, like, I said this in my very first episode that, like, there's people I stopped being friends with and I noticed that, like, my grades got better instantly. Like, my skin cleared up. It's little things that, like, they were negative and I was stressed. So that stress comes through my acne, right? Because it's just, like, that happens. Like, you get acne when you're stressed. Like, I'm always in a negative position. I'm always stressed out because of these friends. So I have bad skin. I shouldn't have bad skin, right? My skin clears up so nicely. I always have beautiful skin, whatever, right? Or, like, with my grades. I, you know, didn't do as well in my homework. I didn't do my homework. I wanted to hang out with these friends because, you know, they didn't do their homework. But it's like, no, I need to put myself first because at the end of the day, those those friends like that, like, friends like that are not forever, you know? And I honestly hate to say it, but, like, high school friends are not forever. They're not friends you're going to have forever. Like, it's... It, if I think how many friends am I I think I'm friends with like one like two people I actually went to high school with and that is just because like we're so like-minded and I'm like I can like uh my one friend Brianna she is I would consider her one of my best friends if not the best because she's so like I think I said this in the last episode, but, like, we are able to disagree on things but still have a mature conversation, and we, like, you know, we have different opinions, but we're so, like, mature and but like-minded as well that we can actually have discussions, and I feel comfortable talking to her about whatever it is, and her likewise, and it just... It's not like we never put each other down. Obviously, if we're joking about something like whatever, we're making funny jokes, that's different. But if I'm talking to her about something, she's not going to make me feel bad about it. Or she's not going to, even if she disagrees with me. She always says, same with what I say. Like, I know what you're, I was like, I get what you're saying, uh, blah, blah, blah. This might be the reason this, 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 and this. Like, you know, it's it. But we leave room for communication, which a lot of people, especially high school friends that you decide to keep, 
don't do that, you know, because high school is full of no, I'm right, you're wrong mentalities. All that, like, a lot of my friends, like, people that I used to be friends with, like, were like that all the time. And that's not, like, you don't want that. Because why are you in a friendship where they're always right and you're always wrong? That doesn't make sense. Sorry, I'm taping something as I'm talking. It doesn't matter, though. Just ignore me. Uh, don't ignore me, but ignore the extra sound. But, um, like, you. You don't want to, like, I don't get it. It's like, girl, like, okay, so people in friends with will literally text me and tell me about, like, what their friends did. And like, oh, my God, I can't believe she'd do that, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know why I'm friends with her. I'm like, okay, you understand that she's a bad friend, so why are you still friends with her? Or, like, why are you still friends with him? Why do you still speak to them? Why do you still give them the, like, benefit of the doubt when you know their true colors and how they act? Or, like... How you you realize how some people act different around certain people. Like, I literally, like, I'm not, I, I don't even want to speak on this situation. But, like, I literally lost one of my best friends because around a different person, they act different. Or, like, this friend I used to, like, a girl I used to be friends with, like, acted different around boys. And that was what became between us. Because I'm like, dude, I'm your best friend at the end of the day. I'm going to be here longer than a boy is. And that's one thing I also hate is when friends will, I got, this shit burns. Anyways, um, I have to go wash my hands, but it's freaking, what is this? It's spackle. I got spackle on my hand. But anyways, um, but I hate, like, friends are like, yeah, you get a boyfriend, you can spend time with him. But, like, if you get a boyfriend, don't cut off your friends because what if something happens and you were so rude to your friends, you cut off your friends and you need to go back to them because either something happened with your boyfriend or you broke up with your boyfriend or whatever the case may be. And now you don't have friends because you ditched them because you got a boyfriend, right? Or, like, I hate people that are, like, that get new friends or rekindle old friends with old friends and completely cut off you right and that's happened to me a couple times where i'm like i'm not gonna be treated like a second option like you know it's not like I'm i don't know what i was i went to go wash my hands like i told you guys but i don't remember where i ended off but oh you okay how do i say this um you don't want like i said you don't want to be treated like a second option that's not like obviously you have your best best friends that you know you are lifetime friends or whatever time may be whatever but you can't treat your friends differently or push your friends to the side just because you have a new friend around. That's not okay. That literally, like, belittles people and makes them feel like they're not worthy enough of, like, proper friendship. And that's screwed up because it's like, what did they do to you to be pushed, like, to the side? And then when you get bored of your new friend or, you know, something happens with the new friend, then you come back to them? Like, that's that's so stupid. And I would never do that to anybody because... That, like, that messes up with people's mental health. Like, if someone's already going through it and then all of a sudden their friends cut them off because they got a new friend and then they come back to them because they're bored or something like that, like, what? Why would you do, like, oh my god, that makes me so upset because it doesn't, like, people like that are ha have a childlike and high school-like mentality. If you are, like, you can be friends with several people at a time. It's not impossible. You do not need to be cutting off people and treating people like dirt because, oh, what, you have a new bestie? Okay, good for you, good for them. I have several friends, but I still talk to you. I still make sure I hang out with you when you want. I don't cut you off. I don't stop talking to you as much. I don't create false drama just to get away from a friendship. That's stupid. If you don't want to be friends with someone because of something, then just say it. 
And if people are making the effort to, like, go out of their way to talk to you about their feelings or, like, you know, about this, uh, like, if a situation like that, like, if you feel like you're a second option and you tell your friend that, they shouldn't make you feel, if they make you feel bad about it, they're not your friend. That's 100%. Because, like, if I were to text my friend Brianna and be like, hey, I feel like a second option or blah, blah, because whenever so-and-so is around, you don't talk to me. Blah, blah, you cut me off when these people are around. Then, like, Brie would be like, I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. Like, she wouldn't put, like, be like, well, blah, blah, it's not my fault that I just don't go on my phone. Like, she wouldn't do that. She'd just be like, oh, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Like, I'll try harder. I don't even mean it. I don't mean for it to be that way, you know? Like, if they can't do that and, like, actually, like, accept results, I can't speak, accept responsibility or take accountability for their actions or, like, how they make people feel, then they're not your friend. Because your friends are not going to want to make you feel like that. Because like I said in a previous episode, your friends are there to enhance your life, not make it worse. Because your friends are your getaway from everything else. From school, from family, from boyfriends, from girlfriends, whatever. Your friends are there to have like make your life a fun time. And if your friends are constantly giving you stress and making your life and like your experiences negative, why are you friends with them? And don't even give me that excuse, like, oh, I've been friends with them for so many years, blah, blah, like, oh, like, it's just, like, they're going through something, too. No, there's no excuse for something, like, if they're going through something, obviously talk to them and be like, yo, like, what's going on? Are you okay? But if they're just doing it because that's how they are, quote-unquote, cut them off. Like, you don't need that in your life. Like, it's they're just gonna bring you down, which is so annoying. Like, ugh, I don't even, okay, I, like, I, I'm so, like, now selective with the people I talk to because it's just like not everyone is there to enhance your life and not everyone's there to like be positive like friends do come and go but the people that are actually genuine and are positive aspects of your life will be here for a long time and I know that I've made some forever friends while being in college like my friend Morgan I know that like there is a time where we kind of stopped talking but that's just because we live so far away and we you know, she started working, and I was in school again, but, like, the moment we started talking, and it was nothing ever negative between us, like, we never brought each other down, nothing of that sort, but the moment we started talking again, it's like time had never passed, you know, and that's the type of people you want in your life, it's where you can always just go to them and have a good time, be able to laugh, and it, you shouldn't have to feel bad when you're around your friends, they shouldn't be belittling you, like, they're your friends, that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's all I really have to say about that. Because I'm just getting worked up. Because it's just so, like, stuff like that is so annoying. But I ordered, okay, this is just so random. But I love Aritzia. I would love to work with Aritzia one day. Like, that would be a dream of mine. But I ordered two pairs of shorts. Uh, they should come, like, I, it said Wednesday. So I'm really hoping it does come, with, or maybe it said Tuesday first. So hopefully they come Tuesday. But I ordered the, I think they were both the Cozy Fleece, like, hold on, my phone is in my hand, let me get it out. They're such cute colors. So I got the white ones. They're a pair of shorts that are, what is that called? Um, girl, I don't even know. Hold on, I cannot, okay. Oh, it's called the, the TNA uh, Cozy Fleece Perfect, uh, and I got the two inch sweatshirt and then I got the high rise three inch sweatshirt 
So one is like high waisted, one's not. I didn't realize that. But the one that is not high waisted is a two inch. It's in the color GD Quicksilver Blue. It is so, oh my god, it's such a beautiful blue. And then the other one is the white with the total eclipse like uh logo on it with the little red uh and TNA symbol on it, which is really nice. But I wanted to, I got those because I don't have a lot of shorts and I don't really like, not a big fan on jean shorts. I know for summer it's like a, like you can dress it up or whatever, but I'm not a big fan of that. I love jeans, but eh, I'd rather wear something comfy. But then I have like a few more things in my cart that like I'm just gonna get afterwards because I don't really necessarily need it right now. But because I also want to change up my style and be more simplistic, is that the word? I believe so. But I have the I have a sweater that is the boyfriend hoodie, and it's this green color. I got a stain on it, so now I just use it for like, my comfy, like, PJ sweater, because it is literally the comfiest thing I have ever owned in my entire life, like, hands down the best sweater ever, I'm really sad that I got a stain on it, but, like, YOLO, whatever, uh, just one day I'll buy a new one, but, so, in my car, I have the same, like, TNA Cozy Fleece sweater, but it's a zip-up ho hoodie, and I got it in the crisp white color, because I'm like, oh, that'd be perfect, it goes with the shorts as a set, which would be so nice, but then it would make the blue, like, the Quicksilver blue, like, looks, like, pop, and be so crisp together, and then also the Babat Babaton Babaton sculpt knit tank, the cropped one in white, because I'm like, you could dress it down, you could dress it up, it would look so cute. And then also the Babaton contour long sleeve bodysuit in coffee bean brown, because I just like it's such simple colors, like neutral and very like, uh, solid materials that like, you know, if you threw on a pair of blue jeans and jewelry and whatever, you would look so nice and put together, and that's what I really, like, so one thing that's really annoying with my clothes is that, like, I have a lot of clothes, not a lot, I have, like, an average amount of clothes, but I don't have anything that goes together, I literally just buy clothes and don't think of things that, like, match or anything, so, like, I usually wear, like, the same the same three to five outfits, like, it's repetitive and boring, come on, and I, like, I, I would like to branch out. I'm not a very fan of skirts. I just, uh, I don't really like tank tops, like, that aren't just, like, solid, like, colored tank tops, whatever. Blouses, not my jam, whatever. I would love to just wear t-shirts all day, and not t-shirts, sweaters all day. But I just want to, like, have more simple outfit, like, more sophisticated, yet, like, still comfy, yet, I don't know how to explain it. I hope you get the gist. But one thing I would love to do is work with freaking Aritzia. I love it. I just, oh my god, I can spend all my money there. But what else was I going to say about that? Also, I really like, um, another store that I really like that I get now most of my clothes from is obviously Aritzia, like I just said. And American Eagle, like Aryan American Eagle. I never realized, like, how cute their clothes were. And I would also like to work with them one day. But, ugh, I don't make enough, I don't have enough followers for that, you know? And it's not like, I don't want to say that and be like, oh, the companies only work with big companies. They obviously don't. But, uh, I don't have, like, enough followers to, like, even be like, yeah, I'm an influencer. I have, like, I think, like, 860. But, like, you know, it's just, you know. Hopefully, like, I get noticed one day or maybe grow a little bit more of a following and can be, like, a, what is that word called? It's a micro-influencer, but, you know, we'll never know. I would love to work with them, though. That would be, like, freaking Aritzia and American Eagle. Oof, I love American Eagle. Oh, my God, their jeans 
perf I have like how many pairs of jeans from American Eagle do I have? Like four or five. And oh I love them to death. One thing I really 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 like I love jeans. Like I feel like jeans are slept on. Like I feel like oh they're not comfy, but I'm like if you find a good pair of jeans, oof baby. But also people are like, oh don't wear skinny jeans, blah blah skinny jeans are out, but I'm like skinny jeans can be flattering sometimes, depending on the outfit. Like obviously it depends on your style and you know how you're built and if you like it on yourself, but like I like I feel like sometimes like straight cut looks stupid on me or like you know like the mod jeans so like I have this oh I have this one pair from American Eagle and it's this dark blue jean and it's boot cut and it's not like a huge boot cut like it just comes out a little bit at the bottom and it's distressed a little bit oh my god they're so cute I got them for my birthday like I bought them for a birthday dinner outfit and then I also bought a black knitted sweater from them and I bought a black nope actually it's a black base with like pink flowers on its skirt and oh this one tank top that I have to sew unfortunately it broke like a couple months later like the strap came off but I'll, I'll sew it but such like literally such cute clothing can you not do you guys hear that Like, they were hooking at absolutely nothing. I really hope you guys heard that. Literally nothing. I looked out the window. There was nobody in front of them, nobody behind them. So, I don't know if there was a goose that was about to cross the street. They were trying to save its life. But, jeez. It, I, unnecessary. It gave me a headache. Uh, new. I need, like, different skincare because also I need to go to sleep. Like, earlier, because last night I went to bed at literally 5.30 a.m. My underbags are ridiculous. It's disgusting. I need to start going to bed earlier. I need new products that are going to help with this. Like, it's rough over here, like I've been saying. Like, like I talked about earlier, with school being overwhelming and all this other stuff about how I'm feeling. Like, I want to sleep all the time, and then I do during the day, and then I can't sleep at night. And I am not... I'm not insomnic. No, that is not the word. I'm so sorry. I don't have insomnia at all. Like, I don't think I do. But, like, trying to go to bed at night sometimes is hard. Even though, like, sometimes I can be exhausted. I'm sitting there like, ooh. But that, <laughs> that is such... This was too chill. This was too chill of an episode. But I think that's actually going to wrap it up. I actually had fun with this episode. It actually went by a lot faster than I thought it would. And I like this better than what I was I kind of like this better than what I was doing before it just seems more real I'm not gonna stop but I think next week I'm actually gonna do the conspiracy talk about some conspiracy theories like that's gonna be one of the topics and I'm gonna think I'm gonna try to find a real good one don't hold me to it in case like I don't <laughs> but that's one thing I'm gonna look into but anyways Thank you so much for coming and back and listening to my podcast. I really appreciate all the support and I appreciate all the listeners. I hope whenever you listen to this, uh, you have a great day, evening, night, afternoon, whatever you want to listen. Uh, yeah, I never know how to end these. I will see you guys next week. Bye.